Hello and welcome to Podcast 94 of Five Star Potential, your weekly book manager podcast. I'm Matt and this week I'm joined by Joseph. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello. Not, Excellent. Not as happy was... as last week. England are fucking losing. Well, there we go. There's still time. There's not a lot of time. David, welcome. Great to be back, Matthew. Great to be back. I mean, you're stealing Jones' line there, but hey, you didn't use it, so it's fair game for this week. And rounding us off again is Mr. Kurt Dizzle. Hello, sir. I just caught a moth and killed it. I saw that. Yeah. That was a good catch. Ninja. Yeah. So I'm I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than that, week's been poor, but I mean, caught a moth. It's coming up Millhouse. Marvellous. <laughs> right, on this week's pod, we have a little chat about some under-20s wonder kids that are featuring in this year's under-20s World Cup, uh, who we've sort of cherry-picked a few, uh, and we're going to sort of run a few sort of quick profiles over them uh, and a bit of information and our suggestion, uh, suggestions even on how you could perhaps play those players on FM. Uh, we also will have a quiz from Mr. Kurt Diz. I love how that rhymes. It's Jeez. perfect. Um, and we have a little bit of news about FM20, which Kurt Dizzle has aged out of because um, apparently he can't read. Uh, but first of all, shall we have some save updates, gents? Now, I'm going to, I'll start off by saying I've not had a chance to play any FM at all because of Shock. construction noise and uh, having the contractors in the house correcting all problems that they should have finished sorting out when they built the fucking thing. So, anyway. So you still got two games left in your season? With I them. still have two games left. <laughs> <laughs> Those two games left. Getting the contractors in, is that a euphemism? That is not a oh, euphemism. Okay. Legit people painting and yeah. building shit. That's what they not, not, not that kind of paint and decorator. <laughs> 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 so, uh, David, start us off with... Uh, how you've been doing? Uh, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> uh, well, we had the big five at the back discussion last week. Um, it was last week. Come well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I carried on trying to use it, but it just wasn't, it didn't seem to be working. Um, and I tried different variations of it and tried different things, but still wasn't quite getting the results that I wanted. It's just, we were lacking the firepower, really. Um, I think a couple of people that listened to the pod had commented on it. Um and giving me some tips, but a lot of them included wingers, which I flogged all the wingers before the start of the season anyway. So it's something that I may, yeah, I may I may revisit it next year. But we switched to the old four four two because I've not actually used it this year, and I think Joe and whoever else has used it is right. It's pretty pretty damn good. Um, so we just all of a sudden started going on a, a mad streak of results, and we actually ended up winning the Carabao Cup. So we beat Liverpool in the final 2-1. Um, that's going to be out on my channel on Friday, which is obviously what, by the time the pod's out, the video will be out. But um, yeah, 1-0 down, but we were absolutely battering Liverpool. And then we scored two goals in the 83rd and 85th minute to win the game. Um, we're in the Europa League second knockout stage as well. Currently 4-2 down against Lyon. So I'm about to play the second leg on the next video. But yeah, it's going quite well now. Uh, in the January transfer window, I signed two players. I signed Serge Gnabry, who's been pretty good from Bayern for about £10 million. So I think there's a lot of big sell-on value there. And uh, Andre Gomez as well. Shock, Portuguese player. But yeah, he, he can bulk out the midfield too. 4-4-2 is good, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, it's, it's, it's much better to watch as well, like just visually, because 
I think I think the issue with the five at the back that I was using was because it was sort of two wing backs. You had no other players that were classed as wide players. So if there were was a team playing with wingers, you were getting done every time. But now we've actually got two full backs and two wing wingers of our own. It seems to be working quite well. But what the the one thing I'm doing, I am still pretty restricted on the amount of players that I've got and I've had a few injuries as well. Um for argument's sake, I've got Reese James from Chelsea on loan. Uh, I keep he's a right back, but I play him as a winger every now and then because he's got a good crossing, and that's a re- like we're getting some great crosses into the box. So yeah, I've been trying that a little bit as well, and it seems to be working uh, quite well. Were you uh, were you close to getting the sack before you switched to the four four two? Brilliant. Here we go. Um, no, to be fair, it was during the four four two period. Ah, right. So the board came to me during one of the episodes and said, "Right, you've got a points target here." Um, and in the points target, I think we had to pick up like uh, eight points from five games, which I thought was pretty much doable. So yeah, we, we, we squeezed through that in the end. I mean, we had FM Council send us an anonymous tip off that you might have got <laughs> sacked, and you've reloaded the game and went four four two. Yeah, reload. Yeah, reloaded it. Went four four two and ended up getting the shitting out so a win to keep my job. So you denied so that? I I just admitted it. Shit out to win to get keep my job. So you're not denying the fact that you saved and reloaded? I'll speak to my council, my solicitors about this. Rip. Is that, is that, I prefer not to speak. Awkward. If, if I speak, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I won football. <laughs> uh, we should move on, I guess. Uh, Joseph, have you had much of a chance to play any FM this week? I have. Um... Ooh. Only Real Madrid. I don't know why, but I fancied going back. So, yeah, I went back in. I've actually played a season since the last podcast, which is quite incredible, seeing as I've had no that's, time. That's, that's a lot. That is a lot of, of FM well, a season. I'll tell you what, having being able to play full fat FM on my iPad Pro is literally like a game changer for me. So I sat downstairs watching the Champions League final and I could play FM downstairs. And I, I seem to get through more games... When is I'm that like an on... app, Joe, that you use? Or... No, 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 just um, like remote share. So my ah, PC upstairs right, yeah. is on, and I'm downstairs playing it on my iPad. Matt's well, a legend for it. So. Um, but I play more games when I'm actually on the iPad than I do when I'm sitting at my computer, because I'm always doing something else. So I actually managed to smash through a load of games, finish the season. Um, uh, spoilers, because I will write about it at some point. Won the Champions League, drew 0-0 against PSG. In the final, went to extra time, nil-nil, went to penalties, done my normal thing, Dave, in a penalty shootout. Put the keeper first. Put the keeper first. David De Gea took the first penalty and missed. Um, (laughs) But he then saved saved the first penalty in the shootout. So he was always forgiven. Um, Yeah, went through. I think Icardi scored my winning penalty. Um, Yeah, so won the Champions League on, on penalties. And I was kind of at that point now where I've got Gareth Bale's contract's about to expire, Tony Cruz's contract's about to expire, Danny Carverhouse contract's about to expire, Marcelo's contract's about to expire. So I've probably got £1.5 a week, if not more, in wage budget being freed up. But the club's £100 million in debt. They've given me a £66 million transfer kitty, despite winning the league and the Champions League. Um but I think once their contracts ends and you can adjust it, there'll be a bit of money to spend. But it's now only obviously I'm looking for the next Galactico type of signings, and I think it'll be a Tony Cruz 
replacement, and I think it's. I've been looking at. Is it Arnie Mayer? Is it a German kid? Mm. Love. Yeah. Arnie Love. Arnie Mayer is it? I think. Love Ray Mayer. No, 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 not that. What shit one you sign for Porto? <laughs> I'm sure it's Arnie Arnie Mayer M A I E R. Um, he looks oh, class, yeah. so he could be my Tony Cruz replacement. Um, he's at Dortmund at the moment, but he's got a £60 million release clause, so he's probably going to be the player that comes in. Um, yeah, so literally just, just in the summer at the moment, thinking about what I'm going to do with that save. QPR is still very much on the cards, but that's kind of planned for this weekend. Um, yeah, that's, that's it, really. Um, firstly, you sort of, I think they, the board must have been watching your save because they're signing Hazard. You signed him months ago in your save. Um, secondly, Sabalos, Danny Sabalos, is it? Have yep. you used him much or did you sell him quite early? No, I use him. Because, yeah, um, I think he's transfer listed or unhappy at Real Madrid on my save. So I was looking at maybe bringing him in. So I think they want about 35 mil for him there. So yeah, he's quite decent. Him and uh, Lorente, I've kept kept around. Obviously, yeah. Asensio went to Liverpool, like literally before I even played a game with Real Madrid. Uh, Isco's gone now. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's a decent player. Decent player. Not Portuguese though, Dave. Yeah, I'll fit the bill. <laughs> go, and, go and get Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> yes. Fuck's sake, yeah, Holland have just scored again. Another defensive mistake. Shock. Hold on. Uh, Kurt Dizzle, have you had a chance to get much in, much in this week? I know you sort of had quite a fraught week, all things taken into account, so... Well, I've, I've played a little bit offline because um, it's kind of like it, it, during the last stream, I think we were, I think we finished up like eighth, um, quite a way away from, you, well, the top four and stuff like that. And I played a little bit offline because I was like, I don't really want this this season to just peter out on stream and just kind of end up being a nothing season. So I think at the moment um, we got ten games to play. I'm sat in sixth. I've just been beaten six 0 at home by Man City though. Um, got standard. Yeah, we were five. <laughs> I think we were four 0 down within the first ten minutes. It was brutal. Um, like our goal difference. So we're in sixth. Our goal difference is plus three. Um, we're leaking goals like you would not believe. But we are. You know, we're scoring a fair amount. Asamba Longa is actually the league top scorer at the moment, which is bonkers. Um, Letitia and Borgia, who were my first choice, both got injured. So Sombolonga had to come back in. He scored four against West Brom. Then he scored a hat-trick against, Car- I want to say Cardiff. Um, and then he scored two against someone else. Like He's just been on absolute fire. And I think he is just one ahead of Kane in the in the Premier he's League. He's basically a poor man Suarez though, isn't he? He only really scores against the bum teams like Norwich. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a proper flat-track bully. Um, but... Uh, they the teams yeah. you got to beat. Yeah, well, exactly. So we're sat we're sat in sixth. Um, although there has been a slight turn up for the books. Um, in one of our victories, recent victories, we beat Arsenal at the Emirates, two one. That was the game that Sunderland scored two in actually. And after that game, the Arsenal manager got the sack. So I've thrown my hat in the ring for the <laughs> Arsenal manager job. <laughs> So nothing ba- like loyalty in football. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> like, the, the, no one said anything. The borough board haven't said anything. Like, I haven't had a reply from Arsenal yet. Um, but um, so I'll, I'll once I once I fire up the stream tomorrow, that hopefully will come to a bit of a head. Whether it's a 
Are you going to get sacked? Or a negative? No, I don't. No, the borough, like I say, the borough board haven't said anything. Like my job status is still untouchable. Like they're still. Don't forget they're oh, snakes. Yeah, they they're absolute snakes. They'll fuck you over yeah, every Gibbo's, opportunity. Gibbo's gone, Ned. Gibbo's doesn't gone. matter. Doesn't matter. Um. So so. Little pricks. Jason <laughs> Tinder will get it. Yeah. <laughs> Andy fucking Scott. I'll take him with me if he if uh, if I get the job. Um. So yeah. Does so, his brother? Does his brother do the silly bang adverts? <laughs> Barry, <laughs> Barry Scott, um, possibly. No. I don't have an indoor voice. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Sorry, right. uh, derailed you a bit there. So yeah, so uh, things are going pretty well. But so like Arsenal are in like eighth or ninth, I think, at the moment. So they're they're having a poor season. Um, but I don't know, like. I, it's not that I'm not enjoying my time with Borough because obviously I've brought you know most of the save now revolves around the kind of the three youth players that I, I had in that golden generation at Aldershot but um, I just don't want to spend too long like chasing the dragon so if I, you know getting a move to Arsenal might enable me to, uh, to to jump ahead the only thing is my reputation I think is only three stars so it's, it's unlikely that I'm going to get it but um, do you take would you take the youngsters there as well? Oh, I'd, oh yeah, I'd absolutely. I'd do everything in my power to take him with me. Yeah, man. Chasing the dragon, niche Mikey reference. How you doing, son? <laughs> doesn't <laughs> listen, listen to the poll. Yeah. <laughs> He's too busy flying on his dragons. Never mind. Uh, uh, yeah. So all in all, it's been it's been an all right it's been an all right week. FM wise. Well done. Marvelous. Um. Right. Well, there's a little mini section before we get into the meat and potatoes of what we wanted to talk about. And that is uh, our updates on WeStreamFM.com. If you haven't been keeping tabs on the website, Joseph, what have we got coming up this week? Uh, we've got Jordan Designer, uh, his Parish Project, uh, inverted wingbacks with her Chelsea kind of youth update that she's been doing. Um, we've got a new person who sent something in for, for the site. I'm not going to read it just yet, but he's old and might like dogs. Um, <laughs> but his pieces have been been fantastic. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Dave Black as well, because he was consistent as fuck every Friday, dropping the uh, mid-season kind of 90s Milan. Uh, no, was it mid-90s Milan, sorry. Um, which just literally every time I saw it, just wanted to play championship manager. Um <laughs> Mad FM, he's got some good stuff on there. Uh, I think he's got a couple of bits in the pipeline. But yeah, it's, there's some good stuff on there. Good stuff on there. Ticking over. Yeah, Ticking nicely. Over. Especially as it, we kind of got to the end of the football season as well. There's still bits going up there, which is really good. Lovely stuff. Right. Uh, now we've got all of the uh, the admin out of the way. Uh, we can move into our sort of main topic part. Unless we wanted to talk about the FM20 announcement before we get stuck in. May as well. Yeah, yeah, may as well. So last week it was announced that FM20 was going to be a thing. And then this week, it seems to be on Thursdays that, that <laughs> the uh, SI press office seemed to go into overdrive. It's almost like they know we generally record on a Thursday. Proper Europa um, League, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, the, tangent, but I remember when they used to like go on, go football training on a Thursday night. And I used to love it when there'd be like a League Cup game or they'd sometimes get. Uh, what it would have been division uh, one or two or even three uh, games on a Thursday and it used to be awesome because uh, it was Thursdays used to be derelict on, on Radio 5 Live that was my favourite time as a youngster as well Matt 
I wasn't I, even born. You don't even know what Division <laughs> 3 is. <laughs> I, I wasn't even born. I, I wasn't even born. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll move past that. But they have now announced, or SI have announced, that they will be uh, part of the, well, sort of the launch of uh, Google Stadia, which is a, a cloud-based gaming service whereby uh, you effectively whoa, whoa, rent... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I think bit, Kurt, you can, Kurt, you can tell you all about it. It's basically, yeah. You cannot. It's a bit like, it's, it's a bit like it's Steam. It's really it? not. It's not. We've <laughs> had this discussion like Steam. <laughs> don't, don't, don't send people you can like, a false you can, security. You can save games to the cloud on Steam, can't you? Oh, <laughs> it's a bit sake. like He's Steam. such an old prick. So, oh, <laughs> Matt, it, it's basically genuinely Matt. Describe it, Matt, because I don't have a clue what it is. And I'm sure people listening don't have a clue well, what it is. Well, the thing is, Kurt is going to send people down the garden path. They're going to be wondering, <laughs> oh, I clicked it on Steam and it ain't working. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, Matt. You, you tell them what's what. <laughs> playing devil's advocate. I'm just trying to, make you look, I'm trying to make you look clever here, son. I don't need you to help me. Thank you very much. For real. <laughs> Hashtag humble. Uh, Did you work in <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That was a year ago now. I'm officially retired from that role. Uh, Anyway, so Google Stadia is a cloud-based service where you effectively uh, pay a monthly fee to use a a computer located within Google's infrastructure. You have a, I guess, a, a receiving box that will receive the signal in, but you have no computer hardware at all. Um, so that if you basically can't afford to buy a computer, you can still play some of the latest games. And, and FM is now p- part of that launch. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes about. I've had a look on Reddit and there's a few people sort of asking about third-party uh, databases and things like that and how that will work, um, which there's, there's there's scarce information on it at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see what happens and whether the, the integration with the Steam Workshop still works as it does if you own a copy of uh, Football Manager on on Steam and so you can use the Workshop or whether it's going to have its own uh, shop front or whatever. Who knows? But this is all speculation. All, all we know is that it's going to be out on Google Stadia. Could you imagine if you have to buy it twice, what code would be like? <laughs> <laughs> He's not even buying um, it. It's to be fair, to be fair, like that, it is it is a bit daft. I understand why, but it is still a bit daft. It's separate to Steam, though, isn't it? So I think you would have to buy it twice. Well, that's the thing. It depends on whether it'll be. It, so it is going to be a bit of a bone of contention. And in fact, you if you do purchase, say you don't own it through Google Stadia anyway, I think you have to. There are some titles that you have to basically top up your account. It's like so a subscription. So you ha- you'll, you'll have a basic subscription, and then I think you have like premium content effectively that you have to upgrade your account to, kind of how Netflix works. There's, there's part of me that hopes I might get it for free this year. Yes. <laughs> I mean, eyes. Eyes emoji. Eyes emoji. That We'll leave it at that. The team meeting. So we are talking about some Wonder Kids um, who are featuring at the Under-20s FIFA World Cup this year. Uh, so we've We've picked a couple, uh, some of which we've actually used in this year's game, some of which we may not have, and we've kind of made up some profiles of each. Kurt Dizzle. Well, shall I start? I've got a goalkeeper, so... Oh. I mean, are we doing this? Because this is... Well, we haven't, just, we haven't done like it by position, but I just figured, you know, as I've got a goalkeeper, I'll... If, Go you, if, you, if you want to start, you, you crack on, Sunshine. So, uh, the, the the first player that I've... No, I mean, and, and a lot of these people, obviously, a lot of, a lot of you would have heard of um, playing football manager, you know, it's no surprise that we've picked out these wonder kids for a reason. 
Um, but the first player I looked at was uh, Alessandro Plizzari, who is uh, kind of very much third choice keeper at the moment at Milan. Um, it's sort of a bit like buses, isn't it? Like two two great keepers came, two great young keepers came along at once. Obviously, Donnarumma, Donnarumma's there, but just beat Plizzari to the post a couple of years older. Um, to the post like that. Exactly. Hey. <laughs> um, but Plizzari's actually been at Milan since he was five years old. He's been in the system. Um, yeah, it was, so it's a hell of a long time. Um, he uh, he still hasn't made a first team appearance yet. He uh, he got loaned out a couple of years ago to Tanana, who finished bottom of Serie B. Um, so he didn't have the best of seasons, but at least he was busy. So you know, I guess <laughs> the spotlight would have been on him a fair amount uh, during that year. And he still came away with plaudits. So he, he can't have done too badly. I mean, I, I didn't see any of Tanana that year, but I imagine they were a pretty poor side. Um, I mean, Corrado Grabby used to play for them, so yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, he has had um, some interest from various clubs. Man City actually had a bid rejected for him uh, two or three years ago, around two million euros, I believe, presumably with add-ons. Um, I did a bit of uh, YouTube research and stuff, and like there's a there's a YouTube video that says, "Is Plazari the best keeper of all time?" I mean, no, would be the answer to that. <laughs> Um, but he, he he looks really, and I know with these highlight reels, it's quite easy to make anyone. You know, I mean, we've all seen Dave step over, but um, he actually I'm still looks, watching it. Yeah. Still going. <laughs> <laughs> he actually uh, he actually looks like a a, a decent keeper. He he, he um he, he's a bit sort of De Gea esque, like early De Gea. So he's you know he's probably got a bit of bulking out to do, but I guess he's still he's still only very young. Um, but he, you know he's not afraid to to save with his feet where he needs to. Um, but he like it's in terms of reactions and stuff like that. He looks really good. He loves to save for the cameras. That's well worth noting. If you ever see any of his stuff on YouTube, the man like he, there's there's often times where he could have caught the ball and he's just like diving and pushing it away un- unnecessarily. You mean like you mean like Dave save? Uh, yeah, a bit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit like um, but he's he's obviously a kid with a bright future. Um, he'll be Italy's number one during this under twenty tournament. Um, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much the kind of lack of first team exposure will stifle him, um, and what will happen if Donnarumma, because there's been murmurings about Donnarumma moving on for for two or three years now. Um, so if he does move on, it'll be interesting to see whether Plizari actually. Um, They've got gets... Pepe Reina. Well, this is the thing that you know he's kind of like he's very much third still choice. There. Yeah, Pepe Reina's still there. But what about Donnarumma's brother? Is he third? Isn't he third choice, or is he? He's fourth not choice? in the first team squad, so I don't oh, know. Rip. He's a dosser. <laughs> yeah, he's about twenty-eight. So he's... it'll be interesting to see how he develops in the next two or three years, um, and whether maybe he will have to like move away from Milan. But I guess I would guess they're they're going to be reluctant to let him go until Donnarumma's uh, future is certain. Italy is is an absolute demon for for creating goalkeepers. Oh, they've had the, like the lineage of goalkeepers is absolutely. I mean, lineage is a fantastic word. It's it like you've got Dino Zoff, and then onwards from there, it's ridiculous. Angelo Peruzzi, Buffon, obviously told Walter Zenga, fantastic goalkeeper. <laughs> like it's just yeah, they've they've got a Paliuka got a history oh. of creating uh, absolute world class goalkeepers, and uh, it's like I say, like Plizzari could be a bit unlucky in this in the sense that he's behind Donnarumma. 
Um, and obviously, you know, despite I think a, a few mistakes Donnarumma's made in the last year or two, I think he's still very much looked upon as uh, as uh, you know a world class goalkeeper. So he might be a bit unlucky, and they might have to ship him out at some point. But um, we shall see. What about Massimo Taibi? Definitely contention. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. <laughs> silence from young Curti there. <laughs> That's pro- probably wise. Probably wise. Should we move on to the next one? Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Um, a beast that I used on the O Classico save. Joe hated him. I think he always popped up with a goal whenever I played Joe. It was Evan Ndika, or Ndika, Frenchman, 19. Uh, at time of recording, he played three appearances for France at the Under-20 World Cup. But yeah, he's a, he's a tank. Currently plays for Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, they signed him a couple of years ago from... Right, I'm going to try and pronounce this. French team. Is it Auxerre? Auxerre. Auxerre. That's close enough. I'm pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, I... Auxerre. That's not where fucking man. Is. <laughs> I mean, not, like, not a he famous French born. club. He <laughs> I don't know. He was, he was close. Um... But yeah, he's a he's a ridiculously good player. I think someone um, when I signed him on Football Manager, someone in I think we were streaming and someone in my chat had recommended him. Um, but I'd signed him for like twenty one million pounds in the second season in game. Um, but yeah, he's just physically he's just incredible. Um, he's six foot four for a start. It always helps. He's got eighteen one inch off beast status. Yeah, yeah. he's eighteen jump reach, which I mean it doesn't help massively with him already being six foot four. But yeah, he's uh, 21 years of age already got 17 pace 16 strength I think it's uh, 16 acceleration um, I think his preferred role was like a ball playing defender which I think is quite common this year as well in, in football manager but um, I think second season for me he scored 9 goals but Joe Joe always said it was due to a corner exploit that I did because what I would do I'd Joe always I think said I, it was Joe a corner said, exploit <laughs> for one I don't think I've seen an exploit in this game for corners but all I was doing was You're putting done. him on a specific post and then telling my corner taker to hit it to that specific post. Because if he's six foot four with 18 jump reach, the chances are he ain't going to miss a header, is he? So that's why he managed to score quite a number of goals. But but Joe, he'd always win the flick-ons. So Joe always said it was a corner exploit. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how he progresses. He had a he played a big number of games this year for Eintracht Frankfurt, who obviously got to, was it the semi-finals of the Europa League? Um, and at that age, I know definitely in the league, he played probably three quarters of the games at least. At that age, to be playing that amount of games, he's obviously got a decent future ahead of him. He's one of those players, in, when you watch it in 3D as well, that actually looks like a tank. Yeah. You, know, yeah, you, you always get that player. Like Real Madrid have got Jonathan Tarp and he just looks big in the, yeah. like, in the match engine compared to other players. Um, and he, to be fair, he was good. I think he only scored once. Against me, but he definitely he definitely had some assists um, from yeah. that corner exploit that Dave used. Um, yeah. But still doesn't matter, does he, mate? <laughs> nah, we te- but, we oh, tend to not talk about it anymore, don't we? Oh, I want to bring it back, Joe. <clears throat> All right, maybe not. Um, now, when I looked at his, <laughs> when I looked at his attributes, when I looked at his attributes earlier, they're like physically they're just ridiculous. And then he's got one or two like uh, technical stats, one or two where in the key areas where he needs technical them. stats, Dave. Did I say attributes? No, you stats. definitely said, you said technical stats. Uh, technical attributes. He's got the one or two in in the key areas, um, but then sort of 
he's not actually that strong technically and mentally uh, like in other areas so um for, but for what you need him for he's a very very good defender but yeah looking forward to seeing how he progresses IRL over the next couple of years marvelous uh, joseph you're up next so who who have you picked well i think we go with probably the least i've, I've picked three um so i'll probably go with the i'm going to say he's probably the least well known um and that's fausto vera now we've probably spoke about him a few times on the pod Someone said he was uh, very well known earlier. Yeah, I know, but you know, some people are just encyc- have an encyclopedic knowledge of everything. Um, <clears throat> we've, we've spoken about him a few times on the podcast. Uh, mainly, I've had him at a couple of clubs now. Um, Shakhtar. Uh, where else? I've, I've had him somewhere else as well. Can't really remember. But obviously, Tobes had him when he'd done the Argentinos Juniors save. Um Obviously, he's Argentinian, um, central midfielder, more of your your typical number five, like holding midfielder, um, and obviously with that, I suppose potential that he's got, they they kind of link him to Redondo. I don't think he's that kind of player. He's more of like a defensive-minded Busquets, where you know he's just a bit tall and gangly, good on the ball, just tidies things up. Um, as I say, when I was helping Tobes and we was kind of going through. A South American save, his name cropped up um, before I'd signed him for Shakhtar, and we kind of looked at him and it's like he could be one of the key players because obviously his save was all about the youngsters, the youth academy, and everything like that. And he was, you know, one of the hot prospects in that side. I then, when once Tobes had been playing it, and I'd gone back to my Villarreal save, I just happened to be looking through my transfers and realised I'd actually signed him for Villarreal. <laughs> unknowingly like literally total coincidence and that he'd never played a game and I told him to Newcastle for a profit and it it was just strange that I'd kind of obviously you know with a lot of times it's just scouts recommending players and I was just buying them turning them around for a profit making money and, and I'd done it with him and it was like just totally gone under the radar with me it was then after that that I signed him in the Shakhtar save that I'd done and just played I was playing him as a deep line um, playmaker and it, he just turned into a fantastic player. I think he's got like random potential, so it it really does depend on obviously what, what save you you start if he's going to be any good. I think like, a lot of people have had that with players like Callum Gribben and stuff like that, where sometimes you can have like a worldy and sometimes you can just have yeah. a real real average player. But when I've seen him, he tends to be you know class. Um, I had a little look, and it, it's something I was just playing around with earlier. Do you remember the FMDB app? That they yeah, released. Yeah. I had a look, and they rate him at forty-eight out of hundred. So Jeez. you know he's not highly rated on there. He's got a lot of missing attributes. Um, he hasn't played for Argentinos Juniors yet, so he's kind of he's still very much under the radar. But I know I, I don't know. I don't know if you remember if Scaloni is actually in charge of the under twenties at the moment still. But it, he was in like every Scaloni kind of side for the under twenty. So I think there's definitely something there. Um, and kind of in FM, I think if you're probably a bottom half of any top Euro- European kind of league, he'd be a good signing for cheap money. How much have you picked him up for? Again, it depends. Depends on the random kind of um, potential, but I, I would say probably anywhere from kind of half a million up to maybe two and a half million you could get him for. It's not bad, is it, Felix? No. Just work permit issues, I guess, would be the. The, the yeah. issue if you're well, say with, with the main save that I've had him in with Shakhtar obviously wasn't wasn't a problem um, 
with Villarreal. He gets nationalised within two years, obviously, but I never played him anyway. Um, <laughs> but again, it just depends if I suppose if you are in England, it might be difficult to get a work permit, but hey, you never know. Marvellous. Well, I have picked, uh, well, I think he was a favourite from last year and I think it's continued on this year. It's uh, Francisco Trincao, um, who still plies his trade in the Bar- uh, the Braga B team, uh, despite his kindred spirit, uh, Zardas, getting sort of moved up to the Braga first team. Uh, he's, I think he, he, I know he's scored when he may have scored more um, for for the Portuguese under-20s in, in this year's World Cup. Uh there is sort of a, a bit of a discrepancy, I think, in his his attributes in FM compared to how he plays in real life. Uh, FM does have, I think he's got the PPM cuts in from the right, uh, but his finishing isn't that great. But he seemed, I mean, he scored, I think he scored a hat-trick in the under-19s uh, Euros a couple, uh, couple of years ago, or maybe last summer, whatever the competition was then. Um, and he sort of, he does score a fair amount. And yeah, it seems to be that in FM, he plays better as a winger is, and is more of an assist maker than than a, a goal scorer, as it were. Um, but he's uh, he's had a, a fairly decent tournament in terms of, of performances and returns on goals. He's got quite a few assists as well, so he's had a, a pretty decent tournament by all by all standings. He's I think he's still nineteen as well, so he's he's got a few years left. And uh, I mean, I I know loads of people signed him last year I'm not sure if people have continued to do the same this year but he's been a revelation since signing him in January for, for Burnley and so that sort of lower lower mid table Premier League sides the the game rates him as sort of uh, at the, on his current ability as like a, a leading championship winger but he's doing absolute bits for me at the moment so Apparently Siri thought that was absolute bits. So, uh, but so, so yeah, Trinkau is is up there, and I think most would probably agree that. Yeah. That he's absolutely a wonder kid. Yeah, I've signed him a few times. Um, I've never, he's never had a solid run in the team for me. I, we, I signed him in a network save with Dave, and he literally played in a B team the whole time. Um, never gave him a first team opportunity, probably because I didn't think we'd got far enough kind of into it for him to develop. Um, I was just, I'm going back to FMDB, it's like like one football. Um, he's actually rumoured, it's got transfer rumours, Manchester United. Ooh. That's been in there since March. So I, did do a, yeah. did have a, I did have a look that sort of, uh, that pretty much every top European team has been, has been linked with him in some way, shape or form. City, United, I think Newcastle were even sniffing Wolves. around him and Wolves were as well, absolutely, because, <laughs> you know, Portuguese, obviously. Um, so yeah, I think I think it'll be interesting. Like I mean, this is going to be the the meme that follows this episode. It'll be interesting to see how uh, they all develop, but particularly because there is a lot of interest in him from the top clubs currently, it will be very intriguing if he moves and where he moves to, especially as he hasn't had a, a full season in the first team at Braga yet. Yeah, I think that's that's the one thing that will be intriguing, especially next year. I think. He's at that age now, and I think Portugal will look a lot towards the likes of João Felix, who's still, what, 18, 19, and just, well, been the player of the season in Portugal. So players of that age can definitely do it. But in regards to Trincao, I signed him last year, um, and he was in and out of a, a Europa League winning team, but ended up being sort of the left midfielder for my team. But um, I think 
yeah, I think this year he's pretty good as well. I think a couple I've seen him on, on a couple of saves signed for English Premier League teams as well. So the quality is still definitely there. I think because for because he although he's classed as a winger, he's actually fairly stocky in in build. He's quite tall. He's he's fairly strong as well. Uh, which I guess he's like mini Ronaldo really, in the, in, at least without the the finishing. But he he's in that sort of mould, and I think that's that's kind of rare to get, particularly in a in a player like that. You would expect a winger to be quite slight and nippy, whereas actually having height, if you're getting a far post cross, that's not a bad thing necessarily to have. Anyway, uh, who who wants to go with the next one? We're going to go round table, Mr. Kurt yeah. Dizzle. Do you want to go with a, another one? Uh, so my 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 second guy is Mr. Hattrick of Hattricks himself, uh, Erling Haaland, uh, obviously Norwegian. They've been eliminated actually, um, but he looks like he'll still finish top scorer in the tournament, um, <laughs> which is one mental. game. Yeah, one game. <laughs> Scored nine goals against Honduras um, the other night, so he he has made the headlines uh, a little bit. But yeah, he's obviously the son of Alfinga. Interest. Well, I say interestingly. This interested me. Um, then the surnames are spelt differently because Harland with the double A is the anglicised version, and Erling has never been. Although he was born in Leeds, he's never. So has he got the the? He's got the, uh, the little, double dot over the, the dot over his. Not not umlaut. Like umlaut. It's a um. It's like a little circle over his A. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I, know, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, he's currently at uh, Salzburg, started his career at Bern, moved to Mould, played under Oli Gilder Solskjaer. Solskjaer uh, likened him to uh, Lukaku, which is interesting. <laughs> and like, if you look at his attributes mm. in game, like physically he's a monster. He's six foot four, like he's strong. He's got a good jumping reach. Mentally, his attributes are really, really good for a young player. Um, and I've just looked, so my save at the moment is in 2024 and his mental attributes are off the charts. Technically, um, he's he's not that great. And it'll be interesting to see if next year he gets a bit of a bump, obviously making the move to Salzburg. Um, you know, he was pretty prolific for Mulder. He's he's not played that much yet for Salzburg, but it wouldn't surprise me if he, he ends up with like a random um, potential next year in FM because he just looks like an absolute monster. His his tag on FMDB is Colossus. Really, <laughs> love that. <laughs> love <quality>. that. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's he, you know he's he's got his sort of his big move. Well, I say it's his big move. This might be the first of of of, it's a stepping of moves. Stone, yeah. It's a stepping stone. Like he's represented Norway at pretty much every age group since under thirteens or something. Um, he's going to be a big player. Whether he, I think. Uh, I, th- I can't see him staying in Austria for too long. Um, it would surprise me if that's the case. Maybe he'll end up moving to like um, Leipzig or someone like that. Um, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he moved to Germany. But obviously with his connections to English football, being a Leeds fan, um, obviously Alfinger spent a lot of his career in England. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, someone decided that he looked like a proper English number nine. <laughs> and uh, and and brought him brought him to the Premier League or the Championship or something like that. But um, yeah, he's he's an absolute monster in game, very much so. Technically not amazing. I signed him for Chelsea, um, 
on FM 18, I think. And he was just, he was never first choice, but he was effective. He was always a really good plan B to chuck on towards the end. He got his fair share of goals. Um, I think you could you could pick him up for not not that much money. I don't know. I don't know so much now because obviously he's at Salzburg. But um, yeah, he's uh, he's been one to sign on FM. I think for the last couple of years. I mean, I've not seen him on FM, but I watched his highlights of that triple hat trick. Uh, I genuinely think I'm better than that Honduras goalkeeper. <laughs> he was he was dog. I've never seen a goalkeeper like him. There were cameras on him, and he didn't make a save. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I. The go- he would have actually scored eight goals rather than nine if I was in goal. <laughs> Just saying. Hashtag humble. Hashtag humble. <laughs> Dave, who's your next pick? Um, Andrea Pinamonti. Uh, I think he's a fairly, fairly well-known name. I'd say on Football Manager in Football Manager terms. Um, he's been around. He's been a player with. I think he's probably one of those players with that random PA, or he has been over the last few years. Um. It, at the time of recording, he'd scored two goals in four games in the Under-20 World Cup. Obviously, he's a striker. Uh, he's 20 years of age, really good finisher. Um, and in football manager terms, again, he's really, really affordable, I think. For the player that you're getting, he's a really good player. Um, I've not used him in recent years. I've looked at signing him. Um, I think I used him probably FM16, FM17. Uh, and he scored a winner for me in an FA Cup final. So, obviously, he's always a, a player that I like. Um, but yeah, really good finisher. He's currently playing for Inter Milan. Um, he's not really broken into the first team there. I think he had a loan out. I'd assume, I, I don't know for sure, but I think it was like a lower Serie A, Serie B team. I've uh, been linked with a move away. Actually been linked to Wolves, believe it or not, uh, in recent months. Uh, I know he's been linked with an, another couple of teams as well. But even on Football Manager, I see it a lot where he never breaks into the Inter team. For argument's sake, um, on our, when I had our Porto uh, save loaded up to check out and Dicker's stats, we were like three seasons in and he'd only played four league games for Inter. So for someone at, at the time on that save, he was 22 years of age, a really, really good looking forward attribute wise. And he was still only valued at £6 million. I think he is one of the more affordable players. So again, I think we mentioned earlier for sort of that lower half Premier League or top division team. Even in some bigger divisions, he could easily get into the top half. He's a really good player, really affordable. Um, but yeah, high finishing attributes and all sorts. He's uh, he's available on my my save now in 2024 uh, for like six million. Yeah, um, and he looks he looks all right. Um, I know obviously like random potential ability and stuff yeah. like that will play a part. He looks all right, but I'm 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 a bit like. Because I got burnt last year with Patrick Catroni, you know, like you know, like Wenger yeah, and don't like trust. Yeah, when Wenger <laughs> bought Jeffers and he was like, "Well, that's it." Never buying an Englishman again. Yeah, so I'm a little bit like that with Italian Fuck strikers. Theo Walcott. So like, <laughs> yeah, but... I've been, I've been, I've been sort of sat there for a while, going, "Shall I pull the trigger on Pinamonte? Shall I?" Because the Sunderland is he, getting on. Do you think he's now. worth six? Do you think he's worth six million though? If you look at, he looks actually, all I know, right. Like, the Italian he looks, it, yeah. it looks. I mean, it'll it'll be like. It'll definitely yeah, be a bit either. of a. It, it'll it's it's a cheap um, it's a it's a cheap gamble if you know what I mean. I suppose. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. Catroni is like destroyed Italian strikers for me. <laughs> but that that well, I've seen him a lot. Like I think if you can pick him up early doors, possibly not first season, but definitely second season. If you can pick him up for under five million pounds, I think it's definitely worth the gamble. Because I think I think if you actually give him game time as well. 
He'll thrive and he'll become a really good striker. I think a couple of years ago, I signed him on a free for Wolves and that was one of the best pieces of business I've ever done on Football Manager. Fantastic. Well, uh, Joseph, you're next up. Are we going to stick to two each? Yeah, we'll stick with yeah. two each. So what, what do you want? Do you want a, a Portuguese centre midfielder or a Colombian striker? We'll go for a Colombian, I reckon, because we've had a, we've already had a Portuguese and Dave might get too erect if we have too many. Oh, he yeah, won't. He, he, so hates, he hates fucking Jetson Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> Losing Dave's head, red and free. <laughs> <laughs> so this one will be good for Miles FC. Um, it's Juan Hernandez or Cucho, um, Colombian striker that's actually owned by Watford. A um, bit like... Adalberto Penaranda, where he's been out on loan to obviously get work permits and visas and whatever he needs. Um, and with my 11 sports subscription, uh, I have actually watched quite a lot of Spanish football this year. Uh, he's been out on loan at Huesca. And every time I see him play, he's one of those strikers, you look at him and go, he could be something good. He's got a little bit of everything. Um, I, I was kind of watching him earlier, watched a few highlights again. And I'd say he's like, a bit of a Luis Suarez in terms of has got really good footwork. He scores really good goals. He scores clever goals, but he's also got like a turn of pace as well, which he's got a low center of gravity. So he's got that kind of quick movement where he can accelerate really, you know, get a good burst on him. And in football manager, I've kind of, I always sit because I've got like this love affair with Penaranda, even though it screwed me with Palmer and we don't talk about that. Um, I always end up looking at Penaranda. Whatever club I'm at, I always just go and have a look, see how he's getting on. And because he's obviously a Watford player, I always see Hernandez. And he scores tons of goals in Football Manager. Now, I've never, I've never signed him. And I think I've tried to sign him once and they wanted like big money because he's, he's potentially got good potential, I suppose. Um, but I think he's he's definitely got something. I mean, if he's real life game time, and he's got like a, I think he scored one in three. For Huesca, and obviously they they aren't a team that pull up trees in in La Liga, so you know he can he knows where the back of the net is. I think he scored twenty goals, sixty appearances, or something like that. So it's not not a terrible return for a striker. And I think once he's kind of you know got a bit of game time under him, maybe maybe he'll get a chance if you know he can go back to Watford. I know they is it João Pedro that they they've they're kind of hyping yeah, up at the moment, the guy from Fluminense. Yeah, um, it, you know they they've. Their scouting network, and I know obviously it's it's very heavily linked. They they just find some absolutely cracking players, um, but yeah, definitely if you if you get an opportunity to sign him, I'm pretty sure that he will score you tons of goals. In FM18, he was always coming up in my scout reports, and he was just too expensive because by the time I got to the point where I could sign anyone, he he had become very good. He was a first teamer for for Watford, and he he did score hatfuls. So. Hopefully, there there can be some sort of replication there. And I, I feel a bit sorry for Penaranda really because because of the work permit situation. He I think he's sort of missed missed a, a, a key number of years in his development, and so it sort of passed him by a bit. I think really. I think this preseason will be key for him as well, though, because he's going to have now. This is going to be able to be his first full preseason with Watford. So if he can actually break in, have a good preseason, it could be a Decent Premier League season for him this coming season. So my my obsession with him has been basically born of Joe suggesting him, and I've signed him pretty much every time. He's yeah. been absolutely he amazing. Well. Yeah. He's so good. 
He's, he's, he, the thing is, his, his attributes aren't fantastic in FM, but he just knows where the back of the net is. He scores some absolute perlers and really important goals as well. Um, anyway, we're getting sidetracked once again. Uh, my final pick, uh, it was a toss between uh, two, both, uh, well, linked with PSG or have links with PSG. I've, I'm going to choose Timothy Weir, who is uh, George Weir's son, who's actually, although... George Weir is obviously uh, Liberian. He is uh, playing for the States in this year's Under-20s World Cup. I think he's played in every game out wide. He's not scored. But I think that the US have just beat France as well, um, which is a bit of a, an upset, really, and a bit of a, a bit of a barnstormer, a 3-2, uh, 3-2 finishing game, which is, uh, I think, France were one of the favourites for this, I mean, you look at look at the the players that France have available to them, and it is like a who's who list of of football manager wonder kids. Uh, like Aben Lafont in goal, you've got uh, Michael Coussons. If I think I've pronounced that right. Coussons, <laughs> um, uh, and then the uh, the other the other one which was on my list was uh, Dan Axel Zagadou, who's who moved from PSG to to Dortmund. But but Weir's. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Joe. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. <laughs> um, Joe's just informed me that he has the explosive tag on uh, on FMDB. I'm assuming, and it's not just not just an issue that he has with Liberia. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> I mean, you put the idea in my head. Blaming you. He's actually got caps for the the full national team as well so I think he's sort of he's almost on loan really for the, the under 20s mm-hmm. World Cup um, he hasn't scored any goals for the under 20s I believe but he has got a couple of goals for the the, the first team so he's doing okay I think he's he's made his PSG debut as well so he'll be one to keep an eye on um, in, I was trying to find some some clips of him and do a comparison between him and his dad um, and I think it's a bit harsh, especially as like George Ware was one of the best players in the world in, on his, in his palm. <laughs> I don't know if uh, Tim's going to reach that same sort of level, um, but it'll be interesting to see if he comes anywhere near close. Because you think about, I, I think the, the not the same position, but you think about Casper Schmeichel, and he had quite a few years kind of finding his feet, and and he's now won a you know he's now a Premier League winner, which. If you look back when he was still at Notts County uh, and making his way up through Leeds, I don't think you would have really put put him there as a maybe reaching the upper echelons. And obviously, he's got quite a few caps with Denmark as well. But yeah, one to keep an eye on either way. So uh, I think we've we've done a fairly good job in rounding off a few of the Wonder Kids. We are well aware that there are a lot more sort of promising players through that list. But hey, if you have. Uh, had any experiences with these players a bit further down the line then by all means tweet us and let us know with some screenshots we'd like to see those and see how they've developed and how they've performed for you or at least in your saves right Kurt Dizzle it's it's quiz time son off you go Curtis Quiz Right then, we are with the obviously the Women's World Cup this summer and the under 21 under 20 World Cup being played currently um, I thought for this week's quiz we could rewind a year and see how much we remember oh, about last Lord. year's World Sounds Cup great. tournament. 
Dave, you were born, so you should be all right. <laughs> is this a music quiz? Uh, no, no. This is this is old school Viking Dan rules, buzzing in, all that Jeez. jazz. Um, so, ten questions with a tiebreaker if you need one. Uh, so I'll start as always with number one. Uh, question one: France, obviously last year's World Cup winners, but which team did they beat in the round Nerd. of s- shit? Nerd. <laughs> oh, it's full of free already. I knew what he was going to say. In the round of 16? Or, oh, fuck. I can't even remember. Oh, bollocks. I fucked it. I fucked it. <laughs> Minus one. Uh, but which team did they beat in, in the round of 16? Oh, Joe. Joe. Was it Argentina? It was Argentina. 4-3. 4-3. Great game. Question number two. Which England player wore the number 10 shirt throughout the tournament? Dave. Dave. Was it Sterling? Raheem Sterling is correct. Oh, yeah. Raheem the dream. Question number three. Which team progressed from their group via the FIFA Fair Play rule? Joe. Joe. Was it Japan? It was Japan. At the expense of? Nigeria? No. A little bit, a little bit racist. Senegal. Senegal. <laughs> Senegal <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Question number four: Finalist Croatia needed penalty shootouts to get through two of their knockout matches. Which team did they defeat in the round of 16 on penalties? Obviously it was Ru- I notice. It was Russia in the quarterfinals. Buzzing then. Joe. Joe. Is it Big Casper's team? Denmark. Big Casper's team, yes. Two mentions for the podcast this week. Denmark. So he can put that next to his Premier Casper. League medal. Yeah. <laughs> put on his Wikipedia. <laughs> Question number five. Which Colombian missed the all-important fifth penalty in the... Dave? Sh- Dave. Or was it Yerry Mina? That's minus one, Dave. Uh, I think I know who it is. Uh, all-important fifth penalty in the shootout versus... England. Obviously, um, you you do all have to have an answer, otherwise you. I can see his from. face. <laughs> I can't think of his fucking name. Are we are we passing? One or two that I've. Oh, I I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. Nerd. I was too excited at the time. I'm gonna just say Hernandez because I can't think of. Of the guy's name. It's generic seems... South American Generic name. South American surname. Uh, it was Carlos Backer. Uh, was... Oh. Oh, oh, he didn't miss, did he? He was saved. Well, he didn't <laughs> score, did he? He didn't score. <laughs> Question number six. The quarterfinals saw Brazil lose to Belgium 2-1 in Kazan. But can you tell me which Brazilian midfielder Scored for Brazil in that game. Dave. 
Dave. Casemiro. That is minus one. Bollocks. Why did I go for it? Oh, no, it's none. Of... It's not one of the uh, well-known players. That is correct. <laughs> and now I'm just trying to weigh out which one it is. Go on, Matt, have a go. <laughs> I'm completely flummoxed. I, I flummoxed myself in the first first question, and now my mind's gone completely blank. Does he pay for Leverkusen? No, no, he doesn't. Oh. He, I he don't know if he did. This much time, but, um, but he certainly he doesn't now. Does he have the initials R A? So yes. I shouldn't be allowed this I, much time. I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not going right. to. I don't know for sure. I think okay. I know. Yeah. The answer. Obviously, you both get minus one for that. The answer is Renato Augusto. Fuck Renato Augusto. Currently playing in uh, at Beijing Goan. Ah, of course. Yeah. Play for Leverkusen. <laughs> he might have played for Leverkusen. He might. Dave, have you got Google open? Did he play for Leverkusen? <laughs> Fuck, got Google open. <laughs> dead. Uh, I think he did though. Genuinely. Yeah. Right, question number seven. I've got two wrong. How can I have <laughs> Question number seven. Which defender scored France's winner in the semi-final against Belgium? Oh. Dave. Dave. Oh, I keep gambling. Um, Pavard. It's minus one. Suck me. I know Joe. who it is. There, uh, Joe. Samuel Mtiti. If it's that. Is correct. <laughs> second choice. Well, no, Pavard did score a great goal in that World Cup. Yeah, that's that the one. I knew he scored game. one. Yeah. Was, that, was that in Spain? I think that was in the groups. <laughs> All the first knockouts. Yeah. Question number eight. Which player won goal of the tournament for his fantastic strike against Argentina in the round? Dave. Of... Dave. Pavard. Correct. Suck me. <laughs> yes. You can't write it. Uh, question number nine. Which, uh, and you get a bonus point if you can name him. Although I haven't written down his name. <laughs> so just gonna get... so maybe we'll ditch that. Uh, just one point up for grabs here. Which country did the referee in the final hail from? I didn't even watch the final. I didn't watch what? the final either. What? I was crying about England. It finished. It didn't. It did. It was coming home and then it didn't come home. It's one, isn't it one of like the obscure nations? Depends what you classify as obscure. It was like when it, it was like his the, the first. He hadn't done it before. Like hadn't. It was his first World Cup or something. Fuck. Any any goes any goes. Trying to think of a shitty country. Or am I minus one you? I've lost Scooby. Dave. Dave. Saudi Arabia. Minus one. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've lost this quiz. 
Um, you may as well have a go. Come on. Uh, uh, Netherlands. Why not? Minus, oh. minus one. Oh. Joe? Denmark. Oh! Minus one. Argentina? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Question number 10. Which player scored the last goal of the entire tournament? Nerd. Nerd. Griezmann. Minus one. Curry <sighs> did a little nod there. He'd done you. He was like, minus one. Um. Final goal of the entire tournament. I think this is a trick question. It's not a trick question. Dave. Dave. Shit. Um, <laughs> Pogba. Brilliant. Minus one. Suck me. It's not. Go on, Joe. Go on, Joe. Chuck it's a not a French player. It's Croatian, isn't it? I was going to say that. It's Menzukic. If it's that, I'm going to dash my sock against the desk again. <laughs> dash your sock. It's so threatening. It's all death. Menzukic is correct. <laughs> is that enough? <laughs> oh, I thought it was. That's why I asked you. You naughty boy, you go and pick that up. <laughs> right, so it turns out we don't remember much up. about last year's tournament. Absolutely um, fuck off. I was it. waiting for the opening game question. What was the score Ooh. in the opening game? Oh no, we did that. I did that one on the last. I know that's why I know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so scores on the doors in third place on minus five. No, in no way is Mr. it that much. Nerdphonic. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Second place <laughs> on minus three is Mr. Dave as a party. Oh, I thought I had it. Uh, and oh. with a positive score of two. Is Mr. Friday Night FM? Well played, Joe. Get him with the two points. I thought I had the minus five. Come on. Yeah, Ugh. recent recent stuff. I have no clue on because my like it short short term memory is very selective. <laughs> I would have struggled <laughs> with that quiz as well. To be fair, I just wanted to. Ma- I, I thought I'd make it hard. If you ask me the same questions in ten years, I'll be fine. Yeah, ask him about USA '94. Mm. Yeah, John Aldridge. Who scored, who scored the goal that? for uh, Saudi Arabia? In the one nil win against Belgium, USA ninety four. Well, actually, yeah, Saudi Arabia that year. Yeah, it's like goal of the tournament. Should I tell you why? Well, not- Ali on- Baba. No. <laughs> there was a question. There was a question on pointless today on the TV. Teams that were at USA ninety four. My dad was like, "Oh, Turkey or something." Like, obviously, it's got to be pointless. I said Saudi Arabia, and neither of them were, like someone had obviously said both of them. All the pointless ones were like Switzerland and Greece and stuff like that. Said Al Awaren. If you haven't seen the oh, goal, look it up. Great. Brilliant. It's no, uh, what's her face missing a penalty though, is it? Diana Ross. Yeah, yeah that was that beautiful. Was big time. I said what's her name because I was thinking Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> Do not Oops. say what you're about to follow it up with. <laughs> 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 right. Anyway, thank you very much for that, Kurt Dizzle. Excellent work as per bloody usual. Uh, that brings pod number 94 to a close, ladies and gents, mainly gents. Uh, you can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account, the Weestream FM Discord server, and pretty much everything else over on WeStreamFM.com, as well as the blogs that are about to drop this week. Um, you can also find the links for that and us in the description of this very podcast. The Five Star Potential Podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and most popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released released, released every Monday. 
This has been Fire Stuff Potential Stream of Production. I'll see you all next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks.